Hello, my name is Dave Graney. I am an underworld musician of many years standing. I'm here to ask you to tune into my fellow traveller, my comrade, Radio Karam. Welcome to Kiss My Art, the podcast about artists by artists. We're here to explore the complexities of delving into an industry that makes people think that you will paint them a life-size self-portrait for free. I'm your host, Cece. I'm a musician, actor and filmmaker who has gathered a few friends along the way, and I'm so thrilled to introduce them to you all. But before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge that the city of Kingston proudly acknowledges the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional owners and custodians of this land, and we pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Today on Kiss My Art, we have Rania Pappas, a multidisciplinary artist, musician and actor and overall badass. Rania has made her mark in the Kingston area through her large-scale murals and her insane drumming skills. Welcome, Rania. It's lovely to be here, Cece. (laughs) (laughs) It is fantastic to have you here. So, Rania... In my introduction, I listed a few things that you've done. So amongst like all of the hats that you wear, like which one do you feel like you most resonate with? Just so we can have an idea of where where we start and where we're going with this. Well, out of the many hats that I wear, I'd say art is what I'm doing most right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you kill it. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, have you always been into like creative arts because I'm this is so you do a lot of fine arts so just like paintings and st- like stuff like that but like talk me through it how did you start what what's the journey totally um well I have been drawing since I remember mm-hmm. uh I used to have a like I don't know if you know Bizarre Magazine but they, yes I but love they, Bizarre Magazine yeah they yeah. had my mum you know works at Cole so like she got one of the uh one of the magazines with the present inside. Like, Love so there that. was a bizarre book, I don't know, with a silver rim. It was really cool. Wow, bougie. Um, so yeah, on YouTube, I used to have that and like uh, try to draw like Bugs Bunny and stuff like that. And I'd like show people in the playground and I'd be like, what do you want me to do next? I'll do it for you. For um, free? Yeah, me at, uh, <laughs> well, how old are you on YouTube? Like seven? <laughs> me at seven. You were hustling Charging seven. like five pieces of Tambok. <laughs> Yeah, it was so good. That's steep. It was pretty steep. I know. I was really good back then. Um, but no, uh, yeah, I've just, I've always drawn. I've always been the person that draws. Like in primary school, if you asked me, I was always saying like, I want me an artist. And all the teachers would be like, what else do you want to do? And I'd be like, yeah, so true, bestie. Yeah. I don't like, I do not this know. I do not know why like teachers in like primary education decide to ask you like, why oh what do you want to do and when you say some ridiculous crap like oh um yeah what i mean astronaut i want to like like main lions like i don't know like uh they'll be like okay but like what's your backup plan yeah it's like i'm eight (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually a child i'm a child this is recess like yeah you might want to think of getting a part-time job like what are you talking about yeah right i can barely handle my accelerated reader (laughs) okay um but yeah you know like yeah yeah totally right but so you've always been attracted to you know art yeah has that always so as we know your teachers didn't really encourage that but did your family encourage it and is that why you still do it today i know i definitely had um good teachers that uh supported that and uh it was just like you know the off one that would make a comment like that um but yeah my art teachers have always been good maybe occasional one or not not being that great. Our people are either like really nice or really like 
I can't say judgy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah there's, there's two ways about it, I guess. So that's that's with everything. Mm. Um, but you know, my parents—they've always wanted me to be arty. They were arty themselves. My dad was a like you know always painted as a kid, um, played drums. My mum liked to draw, but they came from like pretty heavily Greek backgrounds, so they weren't really allowed to pursue that sort of thing. Um, but you know, so with me, they really wanted me. Uh, with me, they really wanted me to be creative and do what I wanted to do. So, yeah. That's so good because I feel like a lot of people, they don't have like that same support when it comes to like pursuing a career in the arts. So, like, have you ever experienced any like pushback in any aspects? Um, yeah, with art, uh, I don't know, not, not much as of like now. Like I'm pretty young in the art game, I guess. Uh, but... Yeah, I guess I haven't had that uh, much experience in creating public art or doing a lot of commissions as of yet. But uh, um, it's a very coming to uni, especially you realize how wide, like of a variety there is of different um, types of art, different art making skills. Like, it art is anything, like absolutely anything. Like, it could just be like it's all about meaning, and like that's something that you realize and it's not just all about who can paint the most realistically yeah Um, yeah yeah because you grow up and you're like oh wait that's like just boring and entry-level stuff it's like if you can actually make something moving or like effective like uh to view and it like abstract is all the rage right now um but you know for people like me that's still like the realistic or surreal uh surrealism tendencies uh you know that's um everything's cool yeah. everything's good like you can't really yeah. say one art form is worse than the other no and being a person who is studying art at a tertiary level like do you maybe walk us through like maybe a day in the life of an art student just for anyone that it's like actually they're wanting to like you know pursue it because okay. I feel like with a lot of people that enter fine arts there is a lot of hesitation and confusion because it's just like oh god like what if I what if I'm wasting my time and stuff? But like you know, walk us through a day in the life of an art student. Um, well, I guess you try to rock up on time, <laughs> and you usually miss the lecture, so you kind of try to pick it up from there. You sit at your desk. Uh, some people are like three Red Bulls in, and <laughs> then you decide to, you know, start the start the thinking process. Start really um getting in there. Um. You know, uh, and then some days you'll make some art and you'll be like, okay, that's sort of bad. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, then, you know, you go through a lot of self-hatred and then you'll eventually come to something where you're like, I don't hate that. And then you submit that and then do the same thing next semester. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. But <laughs> in all seriousness, yeah. Um, no, like uh, you meet a lot of really cool people uh, in the degree. I think that's the main thing about uh, a fine arts degree is that just the people you meet through that degree are like the best part about it because you meet all these different types of artists and all these different types of art forms that they do and you get to learn a lot um just through um human connection and it's um yeah a really cool way to make art instead of just being stuck in your own head yeah and how do you feel about like art being something that it's like therapeutic to you because it sounds like it sounds like when you go into uni at least it seems like a very 50 50 like hit or miss kind of day where it's like if it's is it going to be good today or is it going to be bad today has that ever been something that like really like yeah affects your work I mean totally like your productivity depends on 
your mood with art. Like, it's really hard to just be like, oh, okay, I've got to write this thing. Like, like you got to feel what you want to make. Like, so totally. if you don't feel like making anything, you'll just sit there and wait to go get a wine after class. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, some days you'll actually spark inspiration and, like, you know, you might make something really cool and you're like, oh, wow, I wouldn't have made that the other day because mm. I was depressed. Yeah. But today I'm feeling kind of slay, so... So today I'm going to do so something. Today. Well, how does how do you feel about that whole like that stereotype that like all artists are damaged people that like they need an outlet? What do you think about that? Mm, everyone's damaged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My view: everyone's damaged. Yeah, everyone's yeah. a little broken. Everyone's a little broken. Um, yeah, no, I feel like artists are just more uh, vocal about um, like what they're going through. I guess naturally because uh, they have to make like intrinsically bring out like something from them from themselves like to make a piece of art mm. like it's a very vulnerable like yeah like you're making craft. something from your brain like you're you're not like copying something unless you're like doing an appropriation but otherwise like it's pretty much directly related to what mood you're in and a lot of people like so your mood is pretty much visible right through your art um mm. and i guess yeah everyone in the course um is super open about if they just can't be bothered today or like, you know, if it's like life sucks, but like we're here. So yeah. let's make the most of it, I guess. Um, but yeah, I guess it's very comforting in that way. Cause you, um, well, from my experience in academic, uh, like studies, uh, everyone is just expected to just be good. And yeah. like, you just, everyone has, is under the impression that everyone's got it together or like everyone's just like writing the best, the next best thing. Mm. Um, but at least in art school, like, you know, everyone is going through it like yeah <laughs> you can like you know you actually actually feel that comfort at least like yeah you'll find the one odd that just look like they've always got it under like you know control but for the most part everyone's going through it in their own way and some people won't rock up for a week but then come back and then make a bunch of art and then it's a very uh freeing course because all that matters is that you have all the work by the end of the semester and that's there's no mm. pressure or due date yeah. in between that and do you feel like art has helped you in any way um it's definitely helped me it's definitely been to my detriment as well uh, <laughs> <laughs> like um it's always been just great to have that ability like you know to, to, to create something to uh like because everyone creates different stuff it, it makes you feel like you have something special that, that no one else can really take from you like that's yours like yeah. you can't yeah like so like you know um with academics like you know if you just study it you can get good at it but like with art it's like I guess you can study it too but it's sort of an innate thing where like you have a specific vision and you can make it um so it's a very cool ability to say that you can do um yeah yeah is there any particular piece that you've been particularly proud of uh in terms of like something that was really challenging and different. Uh, I'd say the mural I did for East Bentley Childcare Center um, it was a really cool experience. Uh, they needed someone to do a mural, and um, yeah, so I was there to do it. Uh, it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> it was, I think, twelve meters of painting, and then three, like three meters up. I think. Yeah, no, 1.5 metres tall, but still, like, three metres per panel, so four panels. Um, so, yeah, it was, like, nothing like I've done before. I've definitely done maybe 
a size maybe of one of those panels before. But um, yeah, like uh, the painting itself wasn't too complex, but it was just a lot of it and it had to be pretty precise. So um, easy 200 hours of work. Wow. Um, and it was and commissioned, right? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that was definitely a challenging experience, very emotional experience. Mm. Um, I am a procrastinator, so I tend to leave things with not a lot of time so um <laughs> I just don't sleep and try to mm. paint it all mm. um so yeah I easily probably like didn't sleep for a sometimes I wouldn't sleep for three days like just trying to paint yeah. <laughs> or finish that thing um but you know eventually I did and it's really cool to see it up there and be like well, yeah wow well, I did that um but you know on, on a smaller scale I just like doing the, like little cartoons like it's just yeah. <laughs> um I feel like uh a lot of my cartoons are just a mockery of stoners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I find that really funny. <laughs> it's funny. Well, but, yeah. That's great. Well, speaking of your mural, do you feel like your connection with your local community has helped you? Because obviously, like, East Bentley is pretty, like, you know, nearby. So do you feel like this is a community that really, like, helps nurture your craft? Um. I mean, I've only really had that one experience, so, you know, that was great. But I wouldn't say that, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel mm. like uh, depending where you are and depending what you do with your resources mm. uh, is where you can get the most out of things. Um, but for me, myself, I haven't really sought out anymore. So, um, mm. yeah. Uh, but, you know, from in high school uh, – Stuff was fun, but outside of high school, uh, stuff is a lot different. And the art world, the art world's a lot bigger than mm. than VC art. So yeah, but it's the fact that you were able to do such a big scale piece like that really speaks volumes. Like, how did you get this opportunity? Um, well, I I think through a friend, they were talking to the kindergarten, and they mentioned that they needed someone to paint a mural to prevent. Um, I guess they didn't want people to graffiti that bare fence, so they wanted to put a mural on it to try and stop that, which has worked. I haven't seen any tags. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so they, you know, referred them to me and then the rest is history. Yeah, so it's it's about who you know. Yeah, the yeah. artwork is a lot about who you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's totally accurate, yeah. I mm. feel like any creative industry, like music industry, art industry, it's all pretty much who you know and if you – a likable person, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, I, anyone can do the same stuff that you can do, but it's, like, if you have a good rapport with uh, the community and people, you'll tend to be picked over someone that probably has more experience than you. So true. So how does your mental health kind of affect your work and how does your work affect your mental health, you know? Um, well, I guess what whatever I'm feeling in the time of when I have to make art uh, – for uni or something it definitely dictates what i'm making 100 percent um if i'm in a good mood i i don't know i paint a lot more goofier stuff uh more light-hearted things um but you know i guess when i'm in the dumps uh i sort of tend to make more like gory art <laughs> mm-hmm. more like a yeah like more of a tearing up canvases sort of thing mm-hmm. uh um yeah, I, it's it's all mood based, especially when you're listening to like music. It's it's um can be really dictated by what you're listening to or watching or you know all that. Um, and I guess 
it's definitely affected my mental health. Like sometimes I I really push the limit with how long I'm painting for. And like one time I think for VC, I, the longest stint I did was 26 hours straight painting. And that like, you don't feel human after that. <laughs> like, kind of ridiculous. That, uh, yeah, like I just lived off Kit Kats and mm. that was it. Well, do you feel like you found a, a healthier balance? I'm working on it. <laughs> Yeah. It's a process, isn't it? It's a process. Uh, Second year uni, um, you sort of get in a weird state where you're just like, you're not sure where you want to go with your practice and you sort of like a bunch of things, but, you know, you don't know which avenue to take. I guess third year, I might um, find more solidarity in uh, what I actually want to keep making and make a lot of. But um, it's hard to, I guess, maintain passion for creative stuff when it becomes like a subject sort of thing. Um, And that's always been a struggle to sort of um maintain like you know a like for what what you like doing it's a hard thing to explain but you know a lot of people lose passion for creative stuff when it's like you have to do it yeah when there's so much pressure put onto it like external pressure and it's not just like something fun anymore yeah totally it's the same with like you know when it uh becomes a thing of like uh if you can make money off it that definitely takes um a lot of passion out of your hobby Mm. um like a hobby is fun because it's a hobby but as soon as that hobby turns into something that can make money or um you can profit off of or you know it's a if you're going to get a good mark or not it's it's challenging to keep it uh likable like you still like it yeah definitely and do you feel like you've um do you feel like you found a way to combat that kind of pressure um yeah i mean like uh i'm definitely working on it it's a ongoing uh, thing yeah, of trying well, to yeah, navigate. Yeah, it's a complicated thing. I'm uh, trying to navigate it is always difficult. But, uh, you know, for, um, I, I have good weeks with it and I uh, have a really good idea and I'm really excited to make it. And other weeks I just – I don't want to see a paintbrush. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I just – I feel like it just comes in moderation. It's like if you're painting a lot, you sort of just go, I don't want to do anything. But, like, you know, it's it's – when you do things like a little bit by little bit, it makes you keep liking it. Like, you know, you, you'll do a little bit here, a little bit there. But when you do everything in a very really concentrated point of time, like you go like 16 hour stints or something of painting, like you sort of just feel like old and drained and like, like, oh, that, that took everything out of me. And mm. like, you know, like for something that probably could have done, been but at, done. But at the end of the day, like what drives you to keep on going? Um... I guess just the the idea that like you can get really good at something that like not many people can do really like you can't really say a lot of people can just have that skill to just make something with their hands or you know um so it's it's something really cool that there's a bunch of things in so even if you're sick of painting or something like I'd like I like trying my hand at ceramics you know like so it's just even if you're sick of one thing in that in the arts, like there's always something else that you'll like to take your mind off, something that you can't be mm. bothered doing anymore. Um, but you always come back to it. Like it's always a it's a very um, giving uh, like thing to be doing with your life. That's wonderful. You were saying before that it was hard to sometimes get back into it, you know, when there's so much pressure put onto it and there's deadlines and everything. But how about with like creative blocks? How do you kind of deal with those 
I feel like a lot of artists go through like stints where they're just like, absolutely, I have nothing to produce. I, have n- I can't give you anything. Yeah, totally. Um, well, the good thing with uni, when you have those blocks, there's like a million other people doing totally different types of art to you. So um, it's always great to like go to someone else's studio and even like maybe make a little bit of a collaborative drawing with them and try and get some inspiration because it's so easy to look at someone else's work and go oh wow okay they're doing it like that like I could do something like this and um you know it helps spark inspiration and also just I don't know maybe listening to music taking a break going outside um you know if 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 you're not like having it if it's like a really bad day like just go home <laughs> yeah. Sometimes just go home. Don't like, and then, force yourself yeah, to definitely, do it. Yeah, definitely. You can't force art. Like no. Yeah. Um, it's definitely something you have to. Uh, have to enjoy. Be it, in the right it. mood for. Yeah. Mm. You. It's. It's really unenjoyable if you have to force yourself to paint something. Um, mm. But yeah. Well, my last question is: Do you have any advice for any other local artists that are wanting to, you know, further their career in the arts or any just. Words of wisdom for the artist around. <laughs> um, I guess I'd say that don't overexert yourself uh, in something you like doing as a hobby. Um, if you like doing it and you want to make a profit out of it eventually, I'd say just keep an eye on how much you're stretching yourself because sometimes you can you can burn out and then you take a long break from something you actually really like doing and it's hard to come back from so I guess it's more of something that you should just pace yourself with yeah Mm. wonderful thanks well that concludes the interview portion of our podcast now we're moving on to this next segment so where we get to where I will allow you to select a random quote this are these are sayings that people tell artists all the time and artists go why would you say <laughs> yeah, that so yeah. we'd like to hear what you have to say go crazy go um, dig your hand around the ee. lucky duck okay let's see yeah <laughs> you don't like that one move on move yeah, on there's so up. many Let me. <laughs> I like that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay alright Ronnie, what did you get uh can you draw me? Oh my god! <laughs> is that a that's a personal attack? That is so funny. Um, <laughs> have you been told that? Have you been asked that before? Yeah, I, I've definitely had <laughs> mm. like uh, I, I'd relate this to on like a dating app or like okay. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're on a dating app, uh, same goes with drums or something. But like you know, you'd you'd. Uh, someone you're interested in that you're talking to will open up with oh wow you're a drummer you're an artist oh teach me how to drum oh can you draw me <sighs> and i'm like lame no. <laughs> that's what you wanted to work really? with is that's that what it? you want yeah okay. okay good job yeah really cool um but yeah i guess uh it's it's just sort of it, it's just such a throwaway like it's yeah, such a throwaway totally. question it's like oh like oh my god you have to draw me Ugh. and it's like why? okay calm down like also why do you want yeah i was like why yourself? i literally had someone once that we both know that <laughs> like <laughs> us yeah that um messaged me out of nowhere um after not talking for a while and went hey uh 
like, would you, how much money would it cost uh, for you to do an oil painting of me? Oh, they knew the medium too. They like, they were like, I'm thinking of getting painting. like a really like realistic oil painting of myself. But like, I get it if, you know, like you don't want to just because it's me and it'd be like, you know, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, like it was just such a weird thing that we're just like, oh, like, hey, I totally understand, you know, because like. You probably don't really like me that much, but uh, it'd be awesome if I could get a realistic oil painting from you. Um, <sighs> how much would that cost? Okay, well, like, at least they asked if... Uh, at least they brought yeah, the but when, of money. Yeah, but when you break it to them that it takes, like, okay, like, I don't know, say, <gasps> like, 60 crazy. hours for a realistic painting, and you go, like, okay, it's going to probably be, like, upwards of 500, 700, like, whatever. They're mm. like, oh, brother, that's steep. I'm like, okay, that's well, steep. take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> You want a realistic photo? Take a photo. Yeah, take a photo. That is so embarrassing. Oh, sorry, I can't say embarrassing. That's really annoying. Yeah. Who is it? No, I want to... No, Tess. Oh, no one's going to hear this. I'm just going to bleep oh, it yeah, out. You who know. It? Who is it? Max. <laughs> really? Lesnick, yeah. No way. <laughs> I told you about this. Like, no way. Did he ask? Yeah, That's I don't so know. Funny. Like, he just, like, you know, after weirdly asking me to do push ups over, like, a FaceTime oh call. Oh, my God. Like, you know, and then, like, weeks later, I just randomly went, mm, Would you consider painting me? Uh, and I'm like, no. Ew, no, I would never. There's not enough money in the world for Gosh. me to paint. <laughs> That's so true. But also, like, I feel like it really, especially when it comes from people that you do know. It's such like, what, what, oh. how does that feel? How does, is it different to like having a stranger ask that? Uh, yeah, like I feel like it's nicer when you have a stranger asking you for art because they obviously consider that they don't know you and they expect that they have to pay for something. Yeah, and they like your art and they, not as a like, friend. They obviously as a found artist. your art, they asked for it. Yeah. They are like, okay, how much is it going to cost me? And they'll be more open to hearing what the price is for, for things. But like when you, it's hard when you have close friends and obviously you want to make art for them, but you got to make money too. So And things take a while. Um so when you have to tell them, like, sorry, I'm going to have to charge you, they're sort of like, oh, bro. No way. We're mates, man. What's Where's the mates rates? I'm like, if I hear one more person say mates Mm-mm. rates, you're yeah. dead. You're dead to me. Seriously. Well, continue going on about that, actually, because I feel like, especially for you, like, as a as a fine art artist, like, yeah. that, I'm sure you get that all the time. Well, it's like you wouldn't ask for your mate to give you a free like service so like you know no. like you wouldn't ask I'll just them. like fix my toilet really quickly well, yeah for like you, you know like oh like you know i guess sometimes on a one-off of course you do that and of course i i love to make art for people on my own accord but when people ask for it for free it's like i've got other stuff going on and also it's like just just like how do you like it's a little disrespectful well, isn't it's, it? yeah it's pretty disrespectful because it's like um well this is what i do like this is what i do and sometimes i make a living off of it so what's any different from like going to buy a shirt from h&m like you know yeah, like totally like you'll pay for other things but when it comes to like Supporting free manual arts. labor like you mm. know it's like well you should be doing it for me because we're besties and i'm like okay bestie well that costs 70 bucks so <laughs> Can you handle that? Can you handle that? Is that a little steep? Can you, you know, dig through a little piggy bank? Is that okay? <laughs> Can you make that work? Can yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Sounds good When do you get paid? Awesome. Aww. Yeah, transfer me. <laughs> yeah. Yuck. But, you know, in general, like, uh, I always enjoy making art for my mates, but um, it's nice to know that uh, mates would like to ask 
you know oh wait no don't worry man i'll pay for it like mm-hmm. if it's that like it's like that thing if you're on a date and you both reach for the check it's like okay at least we both like <laughs> at least we both tried we there both was, tried there wasn't even though we know one person is paying here <laughs> and <laughs> like, it's not me and it's not me okay i am not paying for this sashimi absolutely not uh-uh. you wanted my presence you gotta pay for it baby for real yeah my time my presence is the present yeah mm-hmm. so yeah thank you <laughs> Well, thank you for your words of wisdom. I know. I'm so smart. (laughs) Yeah. It has been so amazing having you on here, Rania. Thank you for being on Kiss My Art. Um, Everyone, you can go check out Rania. You want to plug anything? Uh, Yeah, you can follow my art account at artsbyruns on Instagram. Yeah, nice. That is my art account. Do you have anything else? Maybe music or – because you've got a few things. Oh, well, uh, my band Hard No is (gasps) – bringing out a ep in the summer of 2023 nice uh so there's something for that to look forward to you can check out our socials uh hard no underscore band is that what it is uh hard dot no dot oh, band hard no yeah, dot yeah, yeah. yeah okay we got it we got it we got it we got it wow <laughs> but yeah i guess that's what's going on with me um thank you so much for having me it's been real <laughs> <laughs> it's been so real yeah um <laughs> thank you <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to do this really quick um, outro thing. If anything we covered today causes any questions or concerns, please contact Lifeline on 13114, Kids Helpline on 1800 55 1800, Headspace on 1800 650 890. Don't be afraid to reach out. Hi, this is Matt Joe Gow, and you're listening to Radio Karam, which is local community internet radio. And uh, we were having a chat about community radio earlier and how important it is to Melbourne how important it is to the scene here, the music scene, but also the wider community. So check out Radio Karam, tune in.